0: Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Hunt of a Lifetime,
1: changing lives one adventure at a time. Empowering kids with courage. Join us in creating memories for kids facing life-threatening illnesses. We are here to make dreams come true. From magical outdoor escapades to heartwarming experiences, every moment is cherished. With every step of our young heroes, find a network of support, love, families, volunteers, and friends unite to uplift spirits and spread smiles. Amidst breathtaking landscapes, kids find strength they never knew they had. Together, we conquer challenges and celebrate victories. Be a part of the movement that transforms lives. Your contribution can bring courage and hope where it's needed most. Go to huntofalifetime.org to get involved. Let's create a world of cherished moments and unstoppable bravery. Brought to you in part by Maine Operation Game Thief, New Hampshire Wildlife Heritage Foundation, International Wildlife Crime Stoppers, and the North
0: American Game Warden Museum.
1: Please join me, Game Warden Wayne Saunders, and other Game Wardens on our adventures protecting wildlife, saving lives, and having fun, all while serving the public and the natural resources of our planet. Listen to the tales and experiences of those who work in the outdoors while being entertained with stories about encounters with cultures, wildlife investigation, murder investigation, near-death experiences, search and rescue missions, wildlife interactions from game wardens around the country and around the world. When I retired, I realized I couldn't let go of that legacy, but rather wanted to share the passion, the commitment, and the stories of those men and women that call themselves game wardens. This is Game warding. Wayne Saunders, and this is Warden's Watch. Warden's Watch, episode 120, Marshall Nitch, International Game Warden Magazine. It's really cool when you grow up wanting to be a game warden, and you look at this magazine called International Game Warden, and you learn all about game wardens as you grow up, and then To be in it as a podcaster is really cool because it's kind of, it's the other side of the written word is the spoken word and podcasting certainly is a spoken word. I always say that the written word certainly isn't my forte, Um, but to sit down and talk with Marshall about International Game Warden Magazine is certainly a highlight for me because that was that iconic magazine that I continued right out of high school, continually flipped through it and learned all about game wardens across the United States, Canada, internationally. It was the way we connected back then. And still, when you pick up a magazine and get to see those pictures with the articles I'll tell you, that's one magazine that I won't stop getting because of that connection. And even though we have so many digital formats today, there is nothing like getting that magazine in the mail that you really like and flipping through it and seeing what's new and exciting and then just picking it apart at your own pace. So I hope you guys enjoy this one because, like I said, it's iconic for me. It should be iconic for every Game Warden. International Game Warden Magazine certainly has been a part of the Game Wardens since its conception. So I do want to remind you that if you want guys want to see stuff on Patreon too, um, so a lot of the interviews we videotape and we put them on Patreon, and there's a lot of little extras on there, so we'll start the video before and run it after too, and so you get a lot of insight into some of our guests. Uh, Mustafa Speaks was really, really interesting. We had a lot of uh, stuff before and after, uh, just a dynamic individual really enjoyed that one. And it just gives little, little things here and there. So when we're coming up on our second interview with CJ box too, about his new, uh, book outcoming. So that'll be released very shortly. We're going to be talking about that. So a lot of exciting things here at wardens watch uh, as we come into 2024 really excited for the year so please please uh get to the apple podcast give us a rating tell people what you think Uh, that always helps uh, for sure thank you hope you enjoy this one i did on this wardens watch podcast we are sitting down with marshall nitch of international game warden magazine and this is The the magazine that inspired me to be a game warden, actually. We didn't have podcasts back then, and all the information came from international game warden for me. I used to uh, get it from former game wardens. They would hand it to me. Uh, I got quite a collection when I went to college because one of the the kids that were on the floor, his dad was a game warden from New York, and next time he brought a stack of IGWs to me, uh, Marshall. So I... Find this magazine, and I think a, a, a lot of game wardens find this magazine as a source of information, as a source. It's a passion, and I think we all love it dearly. And then, you know, Wardens Watch—you featured Wardens Watch in the in the the magazine, and it was probably the the coolest thing in my life to be in the. Uh, and I've been in Time Magazine, at least my name has. So, <laughs> but I think. IGW is so much more important than Time Magazine. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, I want to hear some of your backstory. I want to hear about the magazine, the evolution of it. There's so much to talk about when it comes down to IGW. A, your passion for it as well, Marshall.
2: I tell you what, Wayne. Well, first off, thank you very much for uh, having me on this podcast. It's quite an honor. And a lot of guys have approached me with stories like you. Yeah, Miles of IGW and and just thought that the great tradition of the game warden. so mm-hmm. it is an honor to edit uh, Noeia's official publication. So, yeah, yep. Um, my actually, when my, I my first started as a deputy in 2010 in uh, Pennsylvania, I uh, started writing some stories about it, and I submitted it to IGW, thinking, "Oh, they're never going to get published. No one's going to want to hear this." Mm-hmm. And the editor at the time, Todd, Todd Van Divert, he saw something in that story, and he said, hey, this is really good. Can you write more? Mm-hmm. Became a regular writer. Then, you know, you kind of matriculate more. He goes, hey, you want to be my assistant? And the whole time, he was mentoring me. So I've been yeah. I've been running for IGW since about 2015, and just mm-hmm. these last couple years I've been. Yeah, it. and Todd's it,
1: been on our podcast, too, as well. so he's, uh yeah. yeah, incredible guy, incredible writer, incredible investigator, oh. just uh, a... You know when you when you cut, Toddy bleeds green. Yeah, that, yeah. That, that's the truth. You know? mm. So
2: you got a background. You're a, actually a deputy for the Pennsylvania Game Commission, yeah. correct? Yep. So you know. I always wanted to be a game warden. I was a teacher. I'm a full time teacher, mm-hmm. and I always love the outdoors. What do you teach? I teach elementary. I, okay. At math, right now, currently third grade. Oh boy! So I, I, God I, bless yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. Well, you should see my classroom, Wayne. <laughs> yeah. It, it, is, it is all outdoors, uh, mounts, and we actually raise trout in the classroom. Awesome. Yeah. So I, I, I raise them right. They, they love the outdoors and very hunting cool. Dishes, so. Yeah. So I'm an elementary teacher full time, and then I always wanted to be a game warden and. The chance came along, so I was a part-time game warden, mm-hmm. and then now, now I edit the magazine, so. Yeah, and each one of us
1: appreciates that. That's one thing, I don't have the skill set in the written word, so that's why I talk. People can't shut me up, and I thought that was a good segue into it.
2: <laughs> that's a, that's a, And you know what? Every game warden has the best stories. Mm. If they would just put it to paper. Uh, yeah. I mean, I would have plenty. There's plenty of fodder out there, and that's Toss. part of why I'm here. I'd love to just kind of talk about the different columns I have. Right. And just, uh, just encourage any officer, whether you could... Whether you think you have a story or not, I if you put it on paper and submit it, I think. Yeah. 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 No, it's special. It's, so it's
1: great. So so you encourage game Wardens to put it on paper and send it to Absolutely. you. Absolutely. And, okay. and we could
2: fix it up. I mean, like you, if you're not that Greek, English major, mm-hmm. that, that's okay. Yeah. Send, send me pictures. Send me whatever you've got.
1: Yeah. Because yeah. pictures worth a thousand words, exactly. right? That's the problem with podcasting. We don't have the pictures. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I put it on video, I throw it up and, uh, you know, and see what sticks. But. It isn't like the the iconic pictures that we have because still photos are still some of the best communication. You know, I think in a in a trial and stuff, when you when you throw out some photos of evidence and stuff, that has impact. Agreed.
2: Yeah, Yeah. and you know that we have anything from full length features with lots of photos, and that's Mm kind of a little bit more in depth. But even if you have just a little little paragraph about the case in the picture, we can, get mm-hmm. the, we can get that in there as well. So yeah. So how long have you been doing this for? So I've been submitting set for since 2015. Yeah, actually, an editor now for about ten issues, two years. Okay. So we uh, we're published seasonally. Uh huh. Yep. And I would like to go through and just kind of talk about some of the different columns we have. A hundred percent. Let's do it. Okay. Absolutely. So every every uh, issue kind of starts with the editor's desk. You know, just kind of how I have a theme, whether it's like mm-hmm. networking or um education just any any kind of theme that for that for that particular issue um then we jump into the front lines that's usually a an injured game warden or a a vitale somewhere so hopefully i like it when i cannot find something for the front lines Mm -hmm. because that's like that's usually right yeah so we usually try to do front lines and then behind the badge maybe rescues of some sort Mm -hmm. Uh, a lot of technology we have two different technology columns um steve beltran he does the technology toolbox. Uh, he, no, he actually does TimberTech. It's um, uh, Patrick. Patrick does the technology toolbox. So we always, and there's so much gear. I mean, and,
1: guys, and that's what know. wardens need is to know about technology. Yeah. To be honest I, with no, you, because yeah. I appreciate those guys so much yeah. to give that information to me. Because yeah, like both uh, setting up here, you know, things went wrong, and I had to. I got wires going everywhere now. I got things. I, I made it work,
2: but I, I, I feel like you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those guys, when Steve and Patrick submit something, I'm like, what's this? You know, they, mm-hmm. I've learned so much through those guys. I think that's a really popular
1: Very, role. very, very cool. So two technologies. So I've, again, twice appreciate that. That's
2: good. So, and? Yeah, we also do a, um, we do a Voices from Abroad. Nancy Foley, who you've talked to. Yeah. I think half, I think you've actually had all my whole entire staff on your I, podcast. Yeah, I, I think I have. I mean, I, I, cream and, of the crop. I've got yeah. some really good officers who help me with this mm-hmm. magazine. Nancy Foley is one. She yeah. collects stories from international. Yeah. I what think. a leader in conservation. Oh, she's fantastic. Yeah. And I mean, she gets me pictures and like, uh, she like right now there's like, the story out of Belize. I mean, she's a mm. really neat officer. Yeah. So she does the international voice and you know, and, even that, that puts the eye are international game warden, she puts the eye in right. GW. So that's nice to have. Um, I write a column called martial law. yeah it's usually that goofy too so sometimes it's humor sometimes it's like hunting and fishing stuff yeah I really enjoy that very cool yep Um, the one that you were actually in Wayne was the published protector we try to find game warrants who have written works and highlight them spotlight them and just kind of Share share what the, what they did. So very cool. We had your uh, cowboy in the woods on that. Yeah. And my son loved thank that. you. My son loved that book. Yeah. I think he spent the next week looking for frogs. So <laughs> thanks a lot for that. Thanks a lot for that way. <laughs> so and, cool. Yep. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. And then we also have a uh, to read or not to read. Kind of like a game warden book review. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's just so many out there. There uh, are. From you know, your Joe Pickett's to mm-hmm. yeah, everything in between. Yeah. I mean the, the they're really popular because game wardens have a good story. So we have um, Rich Phillips, great guy. He does all the reviews for that. Mm -hmm. In every issue, he does at least two or three books. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then we have the agency profile. So every season, we try to find a different agency, whether it's Canada, a state in the United States. Mm And we try to highlight all the good things they do, the unique wildlife they have or biology of that state. Well, sure. well, what's like the next issue? You know, who's going to be highlighted in the next issue? Can yeah. You give us a little sneak peek. Washington State in the fall. Yeah. And the one that's out right now, we always try to do the hosting uh, the hosting conference. So we're so,
1: right here in so Utah. So right now,
2: Utah. So the one that's out right now is Utah. They did a great job. Yeah. yeah. In fact, it's kind of neat. Uh, I had one of the officers come up. Hey, I took that picture on the cover. It's, like a, it's a cougar and it's yeah. a mountain lion and, you know, collared. And he took the picture and said, that was me that took that. So it's yeah. kind of neat to make those connections. Mm hmm. Pretty cool. So fall will be uh, Washington State. Mm-hmm. And then uh, winter will be New Zealand. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's really neat when we get stories from all over the world. Yeah. So agency profiles. And then we do International Digest is great. That That's the the, uh, the quick snippets that the highlight cases. Mm-hmm. You know, I get, whether it's Colorado, Oregon, anywhere, they'll send me a little paragraph about a case they did or an update, a picture. Yeah. And that that's a good
1: one. Yeah. Yeah. Because we get flashes from everywhere.
2: Yep, and then we also do a bits and pieces. Um, Terry, uh, Terry Hodges does a great job. Mm. You've interviewed, yes, Terry. I've interviewed Terry as well. Terry yep. as well. Yeah, and just the old timer, all the experience he has, and he's fantastic. So he, he is goes, fantastic, and he's one of those guys. I don't need to change a word, with him. <laughs> and I love writers like that. All the like I said, I invite everything. Yeah, but when Terry submits something, I'm like, yep, that's good. It's mm. ready. We do wildlife concoctions, so we need a little recipe. Um, if you have a good wild game recipe, you could submit it. Yeah, we need help learn how to cook, right?
1: Yeah, no, I love cooking. So, and then wild game is tricky because it's usually very lean. Mm-hmm. So, you, th- those are always good tips to have. And uh, certain spices go better than others with wild game. So, and half of recipes use bacon, right? Oh, has not that the truth? <laughs> so. And you know some things are difficult, like goose. Oh my goodness! You know, all I, I want to do is grind up a goose and make a sausage because it becomes a pain in the butt. So, mm-hmm. and I always want to, you know, because crow hunting's popular. And I don't, you know, people don't eat crow, but you know, where'd that saying come from? You know, I gotta, I gotta eat crow. So uh, that means. At some point in time, they were eating crow, absolutely. W- whether they liked it or not, I don't know. But pie I or something, yeah, yeah. Noticed, there, is, there was something there. They had the blackbird pie, you know.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> And another part, we, I really enjoy this. On the back of every uh, issue, we have the look who's reading. Uh, Game warrants mm-hmm. from, all, from all across the country. They'll take a picture holding the magazine. Yeah. I've, we've had funny ones. During times of COVID, mm-hmm. um, they were all on a computer screen. I mean, there must have been like 20 or 30 officers holding it up. That was one of my favorites. Yeah, A bunch cool. of guys on a boat. You know, whatever it is. Yeah. Get creative with it.
1: And mm-hmm. it's fun and fun. We'd be on search and rescue missions and Mark Hensel would pull out, you know, well, yeah, you know, a couple of uh, IGWs I and hand them out and we'd take some photos on top of Mount Washington or who knows where we'd be. But Mark always had a few magazines to throw out so we could take some pictures. So, oh,
2: that's great. Uh, I, I encourage, I encourage you all to do that. I, <laughs> I wish I had even more on file. I think right now I'm about a year out. I think we got four or five on file and I, I wish I had more from that. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very, very yeah. cool. Well, those are all the different, different columns we have and pieces, but- mm-hmm. No, so where can
1: somebody like new game wardens, new game wardens or wannabe game wardens or baby game wardens as uh Colonel Henderson of Georgia likes to call 'em, um you know, I think we, we we just want all the information we can all about game wardens and I'm um, hopefully they know about IGW but if they don't how can they get their hands yeah, on it that's a great question
2: we mm-hmm. yeah so there's actually two different ways one the neweu website because we're mm-hmm. their official publication we're directly linked right there yeah. um you could even more on the um com. yeah Internationalgamewardenmagazine.com. they actually will have like some of our samples you could subscribe there we have all the different information right 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 on that website yeah and that's another thing, too. I, I wish this magazine did reach more hands of others, the largest game wardens. You know, I know this publication.
1: My, my college now subscribes to IGW, oh, by the way. Awesome. So, um, awesome. yeah, yeah, because that's for every college that has a conservation law program. If they're not getting IGW for their students, they are, you know, they're doing them short, for sure, because my students now are looking for it as, as it comes in. They're like, you know, what when do you think it's going to be in? And, you know, the quarter's up. And I'm like, Yep, yeah, just wait. And they put uh, it right out there in front of the library. You just
2: made my day. Yeah. We're, that's awesome. Yeah, uh, you know. Yeah, some of the agencies will actually have a subscription for each of their officers. which mm-hmm. That's fantastic. We we, we we promote that. But yeah, one of my goals, I would just love for, any, you know, just like people pick up Field and Stream or uh, Popular mm-hmm. Mechanics, whatever it is. Yeah. It'd be really cool to have uh, just mm-hmm. the public because- I think so many times the public doesn't know about game warden's our job. Right, and right. And
1: this, hopefully this... It's our job to teach them. Yeah. You know, whether it's a, you know, a podcast or a magazine or every which way we can. And, and one of the things I'm really excited about seeing, Marshall, is International Game Warden Magazine has been around since the 80s, right?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So, in fact, we were founded in 1984 by Don Hastings. He's kind of like 1984, the 1984,
1: yeah. because that's you know, I graduated in high school in 1988, yeah. and IGW, I was I was actually looking at it oh, in that time frame. It's incredible.
2: Yeah. yeah, he and his wife they used to travel all over the country to get stories. They didn't have like this technology. We did emails, like 100%. hey, wait, shoot me a picture of this or that article. They they actually were on foot, hundred foot soldiers. And uh, he just recently passed not too long ago. And mm. I looked at an email he had sent me and uh, it meant so much. He just yeah. said like, Marshall, I see what you're doing here. It's kind of a passing the torch kind of thing. It really meant a lot. Yeah. He made
1: his mark on the game wardens yeah,
2: for sure. Yeah. And, uh
1: Certainly appreciate and honor him for for taking that and making that his passion and starting this and helping so many of us along the way. Yeah, very iconic uh, person to, to have the foresight to do this. So yeah, Absolutely. And, and, you know, I'm noticing here, and maybe you can help me out, I, IGW's been around since the 80s, but Nauia is changing its name. And I'm big on branding and branding again and again. So International Game Warden Association... And then now we, uh, is, you know, the kind of the transition, I think for, we're, we're going to call that phase, but now we're branding the magazine, we're branding the association and, uh, I'm big on trying to call everything the same name as, as it really is and make simplify things because that's what I'm learning as far as trying to market, you know, the podcast and stuff yeah, that the, the more we put the same words in, the better we are connecting and communicating to the people that, that want to connect.
2: Absolutely. That make, then that makes perfect sense.
1: Yeah, I know. I'm always and I'll, I'll bang on the podcast, uh, and, I, and international wildlife crime stoppers about, you know, wildlife crime stoppers, New Hampshire, wildlife crime stoppers, Utah. Mm-hmm. And as we go around the nation and we start branding it because I'm running into high school kids that, you know, hunt and fish and they have no idea what an operation game thief is. Yeah. They think it's nice to have stealing my language. video. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And I, that's what I love about branding. It, it's simplifying. And I think we're in that transition and we're we're doing that. And, you know, IGW, back in 84, we've been branding that. And now we're going to segue to the association in that same manner. So I think that's an incredible, going to be an incredible mark and an incredible marketing tool for the, the magazine, for the association, for everybody. Thanks for sitting down and just giving us any anything else you want to fill in in the end? Or
2: Oh, I just am so proud to be here. Um, probably Pennsylvania. I know my Pennsylvania brothers and sisters out there. Yeah. When we go to these conferences and they say, Pennsylvania, stand up. I mean, it's it's well attended. It's, it's well attended. Really yes. good tradition there. And yeah. Yeah, no, I'm proud of
1: Pennsylvania as well. They, they are leaders in conservation as well. And, uh, you know, you taking on the magazine right there in the heart of the country is epic. Giving your time to it to as as a deputy, as a teacher, and then combining those skill sets into continuing International Game Warden magazine. Well, hey, it's an honor, Wayne. Thank you very much. Thanks so much, Marshall, for joining us and, and spreading the word. And magazines are so great. When you get them, I get excited oh, when I get a bit of it. There's bayou- like holding it. You got yeah. that, that, that The first flip say. through, you know, and, and I had to say, you know, it's just it's it, that's never going to go away. I, I agree, and it, I, I, yeah, I, and I hope it doesn't. Yeah, great. Thanks for joining us, Marshall. <laughs> <laughs> Please join me, Game Warden Wayne Saunders, and other Game Wardens on our adventures, protecting wildlife, saving lives, and having fun, all while serving the public and the natural resources of our planet. Listen to the tales and experiences of those who work in the outdoors while being entertained with stories about encounters with cultures, wildlife investigation, murder investigation, near-death experiences, search and rescue missions, wildlife interactions from Game Wardens around the country and around the world. When I retired, they realized they couldn't let go of that legacy, but rather wanted to share the passion, the commitment, and the stories of those men and women that call themselves Game Wardens. This is Game Warden Wayne Saunders, and this is Warden's Watch.